turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on the word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays, just after 4 p.m., right before the Bob Bernie Show. And be sure sure to go to our website for many articles and resources. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. What are the many ways that the far-left teachers' unions are corrupting our children and disrupting our school communities? Well, in the Hilliard City Schools right here in central Ohio, some very disturbing episodes have recently come to light, and my guest played a major role in exposing the truth about the teachers' unions, and her findings were even featured in national news stories. Lisa Chafee is a mom, first of all but she ran for school board in 2021 in Hilliard. Well, she did not win that race, but her involvement has taken a very surprising and quite productive turn. So let's listen to the interview I recently did with Lisa as she exposes what she found in the Hilliard schools. Welcome, Lisa, to Mission America Radio. Thank you for having me. Well, before we get started with uh, the latest at the Hilliard City Schools and all that's going on there, please tell our listeners, for those who haven't heard you before, a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. Um, So I am a mom, number one, and I ran for school board last year, uh, did not win, but it led me to a different path, and I am now director of Ohio Parents' Rights and Education, uh, among other activities, politically speaking, but my main focus is education, and I'm working to help educate parents about their rights, their children's rights, and uh, getting our schools back on track with 
being focused on academics. As a result of all that, you've been pretty involved with the Hilliard schools, right? And helping some of the people who did win, who ran alongside you, uh, who are on the school board now. Is that the case? Yes, very much so. Um, We're working on changing things through policy. And uh, I did run on a slate of three, and my two slate mates won, Zach Orson, Beth, Beth Murdoch. And so we're working diligently to uh, fix the policy problems. So we're going to get right into what you discovered as we started the school year this year. We were all noticing how active some of the radicals have been in schools around the country and in Ohio. And sure enough, you spotted something in the form of a name badge. So tell us about that at Hilliard Schools. Yes, so actually it was a very brave whistleblower substitute teacher who sent me a picture of the badge after she had done her due diligence in researching it. The badge is part of a program from the National Education Association called I'm Here, Safe Person, Safe Space. And on the front of the badge, it says I'm here with the rainbow pride flag on it. It says safe person. On the back of the badge is a QR code. And that QR code is supposed to be a website for teacher resources, but what it really is is uh, is pornography. Um, I ended up on a video after three clicks entitled Sex Acts That Don't Get Enough Play that involved a group of teenagers wearing sexual terms on their shirts that I'm just not going to repeat right now. Some of them I wish I could unsee the definition of. And we immediately brought this to the attention of superintendent who felt there was no problem with them. Hilliard City Councilman Omar Tarazi even tried to intervene, offered to have the badges reprinted so that the kids would not have access to QR codes. The union denied this. The union brought these badges in unilaterally without discussing this with our district administrators. And there are several problems with these badges. First, I mentioned the QR code. Now, kids have cell phones. They have iPads that they could scan those QR codes. But the other problem, and the main problem, is the safety factor. Right. So the badges being worn imply, well, first they imply that those not wearing the badges are not a safe person to talk to. And all teachers should be safe. They should be deemed as safe no matter what your issue is. But it also implies for those who wear the badge, they are somehow licensed to talk to our children about sexual identity issues. It literally opens the door for these kids to approach the teacher about these issues. And the teachers are not trained to have these conversations, nor are they permitted by policy, actually. They are not allowed to diagnose or treat any mental health or physical health issues of students. But that's what they want to continue to try to be doing. They've been doing this for a while, but now it's becoming much more popular that uh, teachers and staff go behind parents' backs, correct? Exactly. That's exactly what they do. Um, If any child displays any kind of mental health issue, the first thing they try to identify is if it has to deal with gender identity. And if it does, they immediately go on defensive mode and will not notify the parents of what's happening to their children. So, okay, so this was the teachers union, the Hilliard Education Association, correct? Yes. And so, okay, this QR code on the back of the badge, that's very strange. Obviously, they were trying to hide the content from those who didn't know better, but they must have wanted someone to go there at some point. How 
did they think they were going to be used? Do you have any ideas about that? Well, the only thing I can tell you for certain is that the union president, Lena Jordan, sent an email, which I have a copy of, to Hilliard City Council members explaining that the information that's accessible via the QR code, number one, is for teacher resources only. But two, she also stated that the company that created the website is from Canada, and since we are not in Canada, they would not utilize those resources. Well, but it's still on the back of the badge. That's just a bunch of uh, baloney. To now, the, yeah. I will say this. The superintendent did mandate that QR codes must be covered up with tape. Hmm. However... We've already got proof of students having access to the badges prior to that mandate going out, and tape can be easily removed. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, you you were on uh, some uh, local television stations and so on, and then this went to national media. So tell us about your national media exposure of this issue. And it is actually, these badges are being used all around the country, I, I believe. They are. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a program uh, issued by the National Education Association. And I've had parents reach out to me through Facebook from all over the country telling me it's in their schools. Hmm. Um, it, it's, been a, it's been a crazy ride. I, I won't deny that. Um, it started with Christopher Rufo. Um, we talked with him and his team, shared all the information. And then from there, it just... It was picked up by Fox, by Newsmax, by uh, even Donald Trump Jr. retweeted the interview that we had with a local TV station. So it's been kind of crazy, but crazy in a good way because we need to educate parents of what exactly our National Education Association has in mind for our children, which has absolutely nothing to do with academics. Right, and the NEA has been on a uh, on a track for a long time uh, in corrupting left far-left policies that are not helpful to children and, in fact, are extremely high-risk in some cases, have nothing to do with the academics that schools are supposed to concentrate on. And anybody who wants more information about that, you can... Uh, look up NEA on the missionamerica.com website. Okay, so Lisa, that wasn't all that the Hilliard Education Association was up to. Then you discovered a letter that supposedly expressed no confidence in some school board members. What kind of a scam was this? I hate to say it that way, but it sure seems like that's what they're up to. Yeah, tell us about that. So in, there's a law on, in the Ohio federal uh, state laws uh, that schools can allow for religious release time where a religious group, be it Christian, Muslim, or others, can participate in a program. Children are signed up by their parents once a week. They leave the school during non-core classes to attend religious study. And in September, our board, three to two, passed this policy. Each district still has to have a policy of their own, um, you know, to work out the logistics and so forth. The union was very much against passing this policy. Mm. And uh, during the meeting when the vote took place, there were three changes made to the policy that were simply formatting. Uh, for There was a, a colon out of place, that kind of formatting. And, and they changed uh, one word, that had absolutely no effect on the content of the policy. Our board president, Nadia Long, had the legal team review it four hours prior. They were all given copies of, of the new policy, 
and two of the board members uh, had an absolute hissy fit about it and demanding that they start the process back over and go back to a first reading so that would prevent the vote from happening that night. It did not go in their favor. We did pass it. So uh, a week or two later, Lena Jordan, the union president, decides that she wants to issue a vote of no confidence. She's accusing the board members, the three conservative board members, of violating policy and procedure and passing this. They did not. We have the proof that they did not violate any procedures. And so she allegedly took a vote amongst the union membership. We have uh, more whistleblowers saying the vote actually did not happen. Uh, She claims to have 800 signatures, but is refusing to turn over those signatures because of me because she's afraid I'm going to harass those teachers. Uh, The weekend prior to this happening, I emailed every teacher in the district my opinion on her religious bigotry. And that's all this is, is her religious bigotry. And they're still refusing uh, refusing to have mediation that was offered by the superintendent and still refusing to give over the signatures. So until the signatures are presented and vetted, it is not a valid vote of no confidence. But, But this is the thing. Even if she provides the signatures, this vote of no confidence does absolutely nothing except create more division between the board and union members, and you can't recall board members. And actually, in in a press conference that Lena had with uh, several of the local media, Channel 6, 4, and 10, uh, her statement on why she's doing this is simply, we quote-unquote, we want the board to know we're watching them. This is harassment. Um, it's intimidation tactics, hardball tactics that the union has done before. And it, you're right. It's religious bigotry because this is the LifeWise program, the LifeWise Academies, which many, many schools are adopting now. And they're very popular and totally supported by federal uh, Supreme Court decisions. So we have plenty of backup for this. They're They're on very shaky ground. They're just doing intimidation tactics, don't you think? Very much so, and it's not just uh, just the board members they're trying to intimidate. Uh, we have documented proof of harassment and retribution forced on teachers. Mm. Um, I've had many teachers reach out to me uh, anonymously, of course, uh, that they, they're afraid to speak up because of the bullying tactics, but they went after the teacher who gave me a copy of the badge to begin with. They outed her in a private Facebook group with over 800 members uh, stating her name. Uh, she is a substitute teacher and uh, lied about how she came to be in contact with the badge and accused her of being lazy and encouraged the other teachers to not welcome her into their classroom. Oh this is uh, not just Nazism. It's middle school grouchy girls if i might say so it just sounds awful mean girls yes mean mean girls girls. mean girls yeah Uh and yes mean girls indeed these are thug-like tactics these folks are using friends we will return right after these messages and continue with my interview with lisa chafee here on mission america radio this is linda harvey don't go away 
Friends, I want to make sure you know about something on our website that is very helpful for parents and grandparents if you have kids in the public schools, and it's our School Propaganda and Corruption Calendar. It's a list of the pro-homosexual and pro-gender confusion special days and weeks during the school year where activists will be promoting these sinful behaviors and giving completely deceptive information to impression students. You can tell your child the truth instead. Go to our website at missionamerica.com. And as always, thanks for your prayers for us and your support. You're listening to Mission America with Linda Harvey. For more information, news, and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com. Stay with us. We'll have more right after this. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And today we're talking with Lisa Chafee, who is a mom who ran for school board, but has now gotten extremely involved in other ways, even though she did not win her school board race. She is the Ohio Director of Parents' Rights in Education and also very involved in Republican politics. We've been talking with Lisa about the Hilliard City Schools and the far-left teachers' unions and their pretty much thug-like tactics being used in that school system and the deception not to mention the corruption and the promotion of pornography and high-risk lifestyles and behaviors to students. And they make no apologies for that. And that is the really, really sad news. So let's continue with my interview with Lisa Chafee. Um, Lisa, okay, so what can parents in Hilliard do? Should they be writing to the school board and expressing their opinion about this? Oh, very much so. Um, They love getting emails. Uh, Email the school, all five school board members, email the superintendent, come to the board meetings. Our next board meeting for public participation is November 7th. And quite frankly, I'm going to issue a statement in support of the board. And we're going to issue our own vote of no confidence for a union president. But Parents have got to get involved and pay attention. Now, I want to make clear, not all teachers are part of this. Mm -hmm. Um, When I say the union, I'm strictly talking about the union leadership, primarily Lena Jordan. She is the main instigator of all this. And more teachers are getting frustrated. We've had a lot of teachers leave the union. But for the most part, our teachers are very good teachers. They're just caught in a pickle between the union and the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. The good news is that lots of people are, lots of teachers and staff are leaving these corrupt unions. And that is, that is uh, the wonderful thing because as confidence and trust uh, wanes, both among the education profession and parents, I think their influence will diminish. And that's what they're really afraid of. So Lisa, I want your reaction to something, uh, just talking about more about the big picture here. You know, there is some really good news out there. There was a recent survey that uh, of 1,000 likely general election voters, and this is a national survey by McLaughlin and Associates, asked uh, respondents, do you believe the transgender movement has gone too far by encouraging underage minors to use drugs and surgery to transition to the opposite sex? And 75% said yes. 
We we are on the right side of this. Um, what is your thought about that? Um, I, I think as more parents are paying attention and becoming aware aware of how their kids are being affected by this, uh, I, it gives me hope. Um, it gives me hope that um, Vanderbilt University has stopped their transgender surgeries on minors for the time being. Um, it yes, I think. This is a, a pure battle of good versus evil, and I think good is finally starting to win. But what scares me, honestly, is that they're not looking at these kids who say they are transgender have got, and there's other surveys to prove this, they have other mental health issues right. going on. Yes, exactly. And those are not being addressed. And it's also being hidden by the use of these proposed Title IX changes that Biden's administration wants to get into place that will literally make it illegal for a teacher to not use a child's preferred pronouns. Right. But again, they're not getting at the heart of the issue, which is why, why you should be asking each child who says, I don't want to be a girl or I don't want to be a boy. Why? Because almost always there is an underlying traumatic reason for that happening and we need to get focused on that and what you know in general uh not just speaking about the hilliard schools but you know when we're looking at the future what can parents uh, continue to do or or start doing that we're not doing now i mean it is encouraging to see so many more parents involved but we need to stay on top of this because we can see how uh, radical and far left and aggressive these tactics have become so what can parents and churches um, and others do in this current environment for the public schools? Well, the most important thing is electing conservative school board members uh, because that's where the change gets affected. The next step beyond that is getting legislation passed at the state level. For example, uh, the SAFE Act bill here in Ohio, mm -hmm. HB 454, that will make it illegal for doctors to prescribe puberty-blocking drugs and performing transgender surgeries on minors, even with parental consent. And it will stop the schools from having these conversations. So that's one piece of legislation. Another piece of legislation is the backpack bill. So people can vote with their money, so to speak, vote with their feet. And if you can remove your child from a school, take them to a private school, take them to a charter school, homeschool them. As more students leave the districts, the districts are going to pop up and say, hey, wait a minute, we got to start doing something different. Right, exactly. You know, do you, what do you think about when you look at all this, you know, should most parents, uh, certainly believing parents or those who are just, you know, convicted about the matters involved here, should they be removing their kids from the public schools? What's your thought about that? I think every family is different. If you can, then Yes, but you also have to be mindful of where you're taking your school, uh, which school you, you're going to take your kid to, because there are some private schools like Columbus School for Girls and a Columbus Academy here in Columbus that are just as woke and are practicing the same devious behaviors that you're trying to escape from. So, yeah, if you can, by all means, remove your child from the school, but don't give up the fight. You know, keep helping us fight to get our public schools in better shape and focus on academics. 
Yes. Lisa, thank you so much for what you do. Um, you are a light to um, everybody in Ohio and now nationally. And uh, I just ask my listeners to pray for you and to support what you're doing and find you on Facebook because you're very visible there and there's lots, lots going on. So God bless you, Lisa. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate it. So friends, it is absolutely chilling the amount of power that the teachers unions have in America. This union nationwide has just under 3 million members. That number used to be over 3 million. So people are leaving the union. Teachers and staff do not have to belong to these far left unions and be a participant in the corruption and degradation of children, of the climate in each school. It is going to turn in our direction because we have the truth and true long-term wealth for children, just as God would want us to. Let's just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. There are many things to be concerned about, but also there's a lot of beauty, hope, and love all around us, friends. And our ultimate hope, of course, is in the Lord. Do you know Him? Are you walking with Him? We have a whole section on our website called Questions About Christianity. So go to missionamerica.com for all our great resources where you can learn much more about this wonderful faith and Jesus. Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And as always, thank you so much for your prayers and your support.